There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to grow. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee, as always, Mike, and today I am joined by two wonderful gentlemen who were able to watch The Condemned with me over the weekend because they still live in the same state as I do, the producer and Jay. How you guys doing? So just Yay. welcome. <laughs> and uh, by the there. guy that uh, we forgot to invite because he moved halfway across the world, and uh, we just didn't know what time it was when he was over there. Ethan, how you doing, Ethan? <laughs> Uh, I'm doing good. Also, this is a good time to ask: Were we not watching Rokudu Bad oh, no, Girls we vs. Magical to, Destroyers? Uh, but we just ended up watching The Condemned as well. But you guys so. watched those too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! You yes. just gave me a heart attack. Can you, I was like, can what you the imagine fuck? If we just started talking about The Condemned and only that. Oh my yeah, God! Like, Ethan, not even the other one. This. Just yeah, the Condemned. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't make you pause. Uh, <laughs> this is so much better like this. Holy shit! My ears are like fucking hot right now. I'm so scared that I fucked up the assignment. Oh my god! Uh, so you guys just did instead, extra credit. You didn't, and you watched three more yeah. episodes of Magical Destroyers and three more episodes of Rockado's Bad Girls. I mean, you and also you picked them. both of them, so now yeah. it's your fault. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, but I dragged you here for it, so I guess that's something. Uh, no, in case you dragged us all here. Yeah, you're no, welcome. That's terrible. Uh, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is the most deplorable, while still being entertaining enough to watch today. Ethan has to defend Rokudo's Bad Girls because I gave JW Magical to. Destroyers because it was the only thing that he had something nice to say about. Uh, anyway, I hope you brought your A-game. Catch us on Twitter at CrappyAnimeSD. And, uh, well, we all know, but how was your week, guys? Dude, this sucked. Mm. Yeah, not good. Not good. Yeah, this is this was a low point in the last few seasons, I feel. And it wasn't even, like, that offensive or anything it was just so fucking boring i i only got a couple of moments out of magical destroyers and i got absolutely nothing out of rockados this time yeah rockados they cut my favorite character from rockados there must have been some sort of contract dispute because they they took the big buff lady who beats the shit out of everybody out of the anime completely yeah which is wild because she's supposed to be like main girl but now she's not i guess it was so like I every get, every new set of episodes is just a new girl, I and the other the, ones get thrown in the trash can. Yeah, like I get the point of having a harem. I've seen a lot like back in the day, but usually it was guy meets girl, girl falls in love with him. Guy meets other girl, girl falls in love with him. They kind of bicker. Guy meets other girl, that girl falls in love with him. But the other two are like that. All the previous ones are usually in the scene, especially like main girl. But this time they were like, now nah, we'll just do like an episode with a different girl. And all the other girls just shouldn't exist while we're doing those episodes. And it's like, well, then what's the point? Especially when you, like, built up this chick to be the hardest swinging... Uh, I forget the word they use in there for oh, who knows? Japanese yeah. bad girl. But anyway, like, hardest swinging girl out there that takes out whole Yakuza gangs. You're like, all right, and we'll just go ahead and sideline that. And now here's a girl that likes policemen. Okay. And that makes her a... Bad girl. I mean, I guess I should be grateful that someone that likes the cops is viewed as, like, a bad person in society. But I don't really, you know, uh, take a lot of stock in the opinion of a bad person in society based on this anime. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's just people I still don't know what a bad person is. I still don't know. 
that that word they use to describe like women that are like shitty people in society by the way if i remember correctly it just describes the stereotypical japanese woman that um pr- like wants to be a part of like western society and like or excuse me i wants to dress as if she is like from the west like they it's like the, a style where you dress as if you're like a california girl which like has its own kind of thing going on i'm not really defending it but like so what you're trying to tell me is this person who just wants to look different is just like scum of society for some reason i don't know kind of fucking weird to me i mean the whole thing is weird but oh here it is yeah. uh, a sukiban a japanese term meaning delinquent girl and the female oh, my equivalent bad. Right, good. to the male bancho well they, yeah, they only this, act american chick- because that's what they consider delinquency well, yeah, yeah they, and they like pretty and frankly, I'm reference. all for it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I mean by comparison to like what we're given to deal with otherwise, chief colonel and dumb shit main character. I mean, I'd take yeah. the delinquents any day of the if, week. If that's what being a delinquent means in Japan, I don't want to be right. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Good God, do I not want to be right? <laughs> I never want to be the voice of reason in a room if that means not being the only cool people to exist. Or, or the only people willing to just do a single goddamn thing about their situation. Yeah. <laughs> like anything. Every, everyone like, else, well, what are we going to do, guys? Everything's going wrong. Do Just something? sit down and take it? No, mm. we're just going to scream in a, in a bathroom together about how everyone has thighs or something. Yeah, g- good uh. plan. Relatable characters right there. Actually, that's probably the real issue, is that that is relatable to people out there. Like, that's... It's actually a little too honest is that that is the relatable target audience. I wonder if that's the actual problem for this anime, like why it's not popular, is because like the the target audience needs to see many women doting after the main character all at the exact same time. And as Mike pointed out, like that doesn't happen in this. So that makes it like a bad harem anime, quote unquote. I, it really might be that. Like what what if it's just that low hanging of fruit, you know? I'm sure someone will tell me about production value or something, but I just I mean, couldn't give a fuck. The production value effect has completely worn off of me on this one. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, yeah. Magical Destroyers, like, I, I believe what I said last time was that the only cool thing about it is that there's this weird, like, extreme punk rock aesthetic that doesn't really get its chance to shine ever and doesn't really get a chance to do anything. And once you're past that, the only kind of fun you get out of it is either when the main character says that he's fighting for otaku rights and inadvertently you know like goes mask off and says something truly fucking awful in defense of otakus or when they have some extraordinarily bizarre visual references that just make you like scratch your head trying to figure out what they're trying to do and say with this uh, I'm completely off of my base from last time, which is that they're making this bad on purpose because that's just gone now. It's all of bad. the like, all of the quirky, annoying. Because like, remember episode one where it was so hilariously stupid that you couldn't even tell whether or not like they were being serious because everyone's dialogue was like centered around this one character and everything they said was like, I don't want to be the leader. You have to be He's like, I'm going to fight. So that we can all like what we want to like. And then he'd hold up like a, a doll with no skirt on. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> now, now, compared to that, every single one of these episodes made perfect logical sense. They all had like 
uh, had, had a set progression and like a beginning, middle and end in each episode. And you knew where you were going the whole time and why you were watching it. And that made it so much fucking worse. So, uh, so much fucking worse. I'd like to remind our listeners that if you didn't notice, we switched between the two anime and you probably didn't notice because they're both harem anime about shitty main characters. Oh, right. That have Listen, like, if, they, if they were listening, Jay did specifically say magical destroyers before he going did. This rant. He did. But I he, did. Just, he, for, he just forgot words. that we were talking about Rokudo's <laughs> Bad Girls. Exactly. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, is that everything you were saying about Rokudo's Bad Girls also applies, applies to exactly, magical yes. destroyers. Yes. And I legitimately <laughs> forgot which one we were talking about. Yeah, I, I wondered if you I, did it on purpose or not. It's so good no, you didn't. And, and that no, just makes so it that good. much better, I think. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. Because you started talking yeah. about like the rock aesthetic, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what are we talking yeah, no, about? No, no. no he uh, said, Rocket yeah, is bad girls. He literally no, said, honestly, we're... I would even say Rocket is bad girls also like tries to go for some kind of pathetic yeah. punk rock aesthetic. It does. So, like, yeah. It's it really not even wrong. It really tries to play up like the dressing and the culture of the of the delinquents and then nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. About also, being without a even a single bit of understanding about it, because like it would be one thing if you wanted to make a commentary about like what it means to be quote unquote a delinquent, and perhaps even like oh, I don't know, point out how sometimes society is willing to crush you based on those like you know weird lines where you're a delinquent just simply because you ride a motorcycle. You could make a commentary there, but like that would require like a meta narrative. And you know, it would we also can't rely the on the main character to be like the driving force of these critiques. Well, that and he's too. always the opposite. And it's the same thing with every girl he runs into. They're a delinquent because somebody says so. They do completely normal, rational, and logical things. Like even the little girl who just beats the shit out of people, like every time she does it, it's so fucking deserved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Just sucker punch this dude in the dick some more. I, he deserves it. He deserves it all day. And it's it, like, it oh, almost... they're delinquent because they punch ever. I'm like, okay, great. And then the, the main character comes in and says, don't punch anymore. It's Badong. And they it go, almost why? Feels... He says, because I said so. Yep. And that's that's it. That's the only place it goes. If it wasn't for the for the plot saying that they have to be in love with him, none of them would listen to him. He I mean, never, all of them fundamentally hate it. him whenever he, whenever they meet him. Like they, yeah. every single one of these girls, literally doesn't like him when he, when they meet him. And it's not even like it'd be one thing if he, like you know, said. I mean, they're purposely playing it up so that way he doesn't do anything at all near them, and then they magically just hate that he exists. AKA, they're bad apples to begin with. AKA, they're bad girls, so they have to be into him. But like, yeah. what a fucking cop out! Like these women literally don't have an agency before, and they don't have an agency after. It entirely just relies on them being apparently "quote unquote" delinquents. Yeah, I mean, and in pure hypocritical fashion, the guy's basic character arc of the main character is that he's learning to stand up for himself and become more yeah. like a delinquent himself. Yeah. Meanwhile, these women have to have the delinquency literally removed from them. Yeah, I. They have to so be made into like compliant members of, you know, whatever his society yeah, is. Yeah, society where he's the only one who gets to stand up for anyone. And every right. time somebody else comes in to like do a job for him, they have to be a man because only men can be delinquents for good. Anytime a girl comes in to help him, they're like, no, you can't do that. That's evil. It's wrong to beat people up for, yeah. you know, no good reason. What are you doing over there? Oh, I'm beating somebody up for no good reason. 
you know, this is it's just like the next level of uh, I mean, you know what this is? This is like basically approaching like slave culture, uh, like a like Southern ideology, like during slavery where they were like, well, these individuals can't be trusted on their own. I'm allowed to do these things for them, even though it's grotesque. But like I can justify it because I am the better individual. I am the superior creature. So as a result, I'm allowed to do these things. They, they could never I'm handle it on their own, owner. except for like he just owns women. Like, he's allowed to commit violence. He's allowed to, you know, provoke violence as well, um, all in the name of protecting them because apparently they're not allowed to sully their own hands fighting their own battles or Even something. Even though they were doing it for long before he existed. Yeah, and, Even though but that's what made them competent. delinquents, most yes. importantly of all. Exactly. Yeah. They're not allowed to be. He can be. That's okay. <laughs> he has good intentions. They didn't. They're not allowed to have it because their intentions I mean, it's, are it's inherently bad. <laughs> God like damn, bad. that's bad. Like the whole delinquent movement of uh, just reading the small wiki article was like, Can't you know, wait. they wore, they even wore apparently like long skirts and like, you know, uh, to go against the fat of like the mini skirt. They were just like, we have like what? our own voice. Like, you know, wow, like yeah, that's very delinquent. Stuff. We just do this stuff because, you know, it's reverse culture. And this is basically like, no, I want traditional gender roles. You're going to be the woman and I'll be the man. And it's like, what? Jesus Christ. What is the, what is the point of this anime then? Like what? Who am I supposed to identify with? This guy? Because yeah, he goes, definitely. I'll take care of you women, but also fight for me when I can't. But don't fight when I say don't fight. Uh, yeah, so he confusing. has to own them. He, like, literally has to own these women. And they try yeah. to, they always try to play him off as the good guy. And I don't see it's how people look at this and go, they, yes, they, this is the good person. It's, an, it's incredible to see, like, you know, like, in typical anime fashion, we're just hearing the author up on their soapbox and express their like deep-seated neuroses about their strong women fetish where on the one hand they're extremely attracted to women who could beat them up and sit on their face but at the same time they like have this pathological need to hate them and everything they do and everything they stand for yep. so this entire show is just about brainwashing women who didn't need your help and didn't need your reforms to be like forced into the the tiny contradictory box that you think all people should fit under. And, it, and you're like such a fucking hypocrite that you can't follow it yourself. You can't stand by it yourself. You can't even in your own handcrafted fantasy world, make it make sense. <laughs> it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. And it's, I mean, it's, the, this the is fun thing about it of, is, this, this is, is one of those ones that reminds me of how much I hate manga cause. Oh yes. Uh, I this mean, is not, this is not an editor's doing. Yeah. I can tell you that yeah, right yeah. fucking now. It's too consistent for it to just be an editor. I mean, no, the, you, the only no way, well, yeah, but here's the thing though. You can also tell it's not like the editor in a sense, because this dude made this manga, like this was this person's idea, like to some degree. I mean, I understand like the spy family, like he kind of made like it, but at least that was just like, meh, like I get it. This person went out of their way to create a world in where women were, were like the forefront of the world and a man had to rise up and strip them of their power. And this that was just the like cool that other harem anime. The, the, the one where like he Every didn't want to be like it. No, no, no. I mean, specifically that one where he goes into like the, the gotcha the game thing. where they're oh, like yeah. in charge as women, but like then he gets there and fuck them. They suck. They like have no ability to I rule. I mean, there, there was a really old one called, I think it was just called Vanguard or something. Where it was like an all-woman battleship, and like in the beginning episodes, they like threw him in jail because he was a man, and men discussed him. And then by the end of it, he's like their commander, and it's like, see, like this is this is, like you go back and you look at that, you're like, why? 
Men Why can't does, help but rise. They're just deserve. <laughs> they they deserve it more. You don't. Just, you the, don't get it. Mike. It's like the sexist version of like any evil villains plots. That like, listen, these people aren't perfect, and they don't understand that you know this world is not as it should be. So I will, you know, I will teach them, and I will brainwash them to to believe what is the light and true. Only it's just women. Just <laughs> women need to see this light. Yeah, oh, it's. It, I mean, it, it makes it worse knowing that, like, basically even the good, quote, and I, I put big, big quotes yeah. on that, but even the good harems do this exact shit. It's just yeah. this one strips it down to its base parts, has no veneer, has no production quality, the dialogue's terrible, so you're, like, forced to just look at the bones and realize that they're rotting. Like, you, you're just looking at a thing that says women aren't allowed to be people. And I think uh, what I what I just realized and what kind of bothers me is like there are things in known as reverse harem in anime, right? Where it's like, oh, disgusting. like the girl is at the center of attention. But you look at something like Oran High School Host Club, and on its whole, it's like not that bad of an anime. Yeah, but you funny. really dig down and it's like, yeah, but she also doesn't have any agency. It's all about the guys that surround her. Yes, which is yeah. the exact opposite of what happens in a regular harem, where it's all about the guy and not about the women that surround him. Like it's never the woman never gets to shine, even when she's supposed to be the subject the matter. Yeah, the centerpiece, the subject matter of what she's in. Well, no. She what? basically shows up it, and fixes all their problems. It's classic, like a male versus female oriented smut. Even in something like Fifty Shades or Twilight or whatever, like the women are always just pieces of meat. Because even when they're written by women, they just like like I think I've gone off on this rant before, but like sometimes the smut written by women is even more disenfranchising to women than anything else. I mean, we've bumped into that here. There, like several. I mean, we kind of got out of the habit, like just by accident. But there have been I'm plenty out the of gender things. of the people who made. The yeah, thing, where yeah. we would look that shit up, and then some of these ones were like fucking terrible, and also still written by women. And like, yeah, not yeah. that everyone magically has a good perspective, and like has the ability to write well, well or yeah, something. It's not like it if you're a woman, just, you yeah, should just do it. It shows but, you the world we live in is like even even. You know, women grow up so much in that world that, like, in order to succeed in this manga world, they're like, well, I got to write like a man then. And that means Could I got to write women as garbage. Or maybe they actually just truly believe what they're writing. But either way, it's not a yeah. good outcome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to imagine any woman making it to the top in the anime or manga industry and not having just either performative or well-internalized misogyny. I don't know how you could get through a day. I mean, that's like definitely a big thing in like Western business world too. Is that yeah, like, you know, very yeah. and I I don't have numbers on this, but I do know it's a research topic that often women end up being some of the worst perpetrators of like you know purposely instituting a glass ceiling and um and I I'm not again I don't have numbers on any of that shit, but like yeah, this it's, is a well plumb topic. It's not about blaming them for the existence, but it's no, like no. it's just showing you how well ingrained these ideas are. Exactly. And just yeah. just the fact that you could watch something like Rokudu's Bad Girls, which is supposed to be this like wish fulfillment about fucking really strong women, and and you then can't, immediately you can't even sapping let them the be strength strong. from the women, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it's like it's like literal serial killer logic. Like I, you're <laughs> the person I'm obsessed with. Oh wait, if if we have sex, that means that you're impure and I don't like you anymore. Also, it's your fault because you tempted me. I'm going to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> and they have this entire sequence by themselves. That's all it is. It's like, I'm, so, I'm so, I'm so turned on by the power you have as long as it's not more than me, which it never will be. 
because I'm and it is, which is why I have to take it away right. from you. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I f- uh, I will own your power by the day is done. So you yeah, know, just... I get to go on a on a quest of personal growth so that I can be more powerful than you, while I suck away all your personal growth and power from you. Yeah. And that's the way it should be because when you do it, it's delinquency. When I do it, it's manliness, yeah. and yeah. I don't want to fuck a it's man. The, it's called the hero's I'm straight. Journey. You wouldn't. I'm get so it. fucking straight, you guys. I'm <laughs> so straight. It's like a secret of Nim thing. Like if I tell the woman how much agency uh, agency she has, I then get it at the end of the day. And you're like, uh, yeah. if you why? don't believe in fairies, they uh, they cease to be. <laughs> if you if you actually want to fuck strong women, then you instantly drain all of their strength. Done, gone. Is that like is that like a self report? Like you, you can't you can't. Oh, it's a self report. Like they, I want to have sex with a strong woman, but it can't be done because if they're stronger than me, then I'm not a man. So they can't be stronger than me. So I just can't ever. I can't yeah, ever yeah. Like, like I said, like serial killer logic. Like yeah, it, it's I, such cognitive dissonance <laughs> that it would drive you insane. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I'm spinning in my head right now. And I, it's a catch twenty two at its most pure. <laughs> why can't we have a strong woman? But a strong a woman can exist. But I, why but can't I we have be stronger than her? You I see that shit all the time too, where like people are obsessed with like women, punch girls and like women with abs and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh man, I love that shit." Is that what they go for in real life? No. Because it can only exist in the realm of 2D where there is no actual threat from the power this woman has over you. Yeah. If they ever met a woman who was objectively stronger than them and more capable than them, they would hate them because they're misogynists. They hate that shit. And, like, no, it can't be that way. You have to look good for me, but you still have to be a woman in the definition that I set it as in society, which means powerless and weak and completely relying on me for everything. Except then, you're also bitchy and clingy, so I hate you again. It's, it's yeah. classic gamer girl syndrome. You can't, can't be like other girls. Yeah, other, who like, are other girls? All girls. All yeah. girls are other girls. <laughs> All girls are simultaneously... It's a Schrodinger's girl. Uh, in a yeah. box, a girl is both stronger than me and weaker than me. They are the same and yet different from themselves. It's so... It's so Swear dumb. to Christ, if I find out my girlfriend has a higher League of Legends ranking than me, I will lose my shit, you know? Like, it's just yeah. not, well, not going to fly. Thankfully, I there's would, a League I, of Legends all-girl team that I can shit on yeah. until oh, no. they break up. Dude, oh, and, no. then, and then validate the fact that women can't be good at League, even though would, every single one of them would kick my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Man, that poor team. They got... Baited and outsmarted, bitch. Man, that's like the fucking... Friday, Friday chick. What's her name? Um, Rebecca. Oh, Black Rebecca Black. Whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah, this oh. person. I thought like, you were talking about the movie deserve... Friday. I went. Yeah, to a she's she's spot. dumb, but uh-huh. her parents just paid for her like all inclusive pop right? star pop yeah. star experience. Yeah, but and like, also, it's not like, it's her just, fault. No, a it's not her fault, and b like it's a fucking kid. Like it, it's not like someone said this is like the shit that everyone needs to be listening to. It's just someone did a thing. It's okay. Be all right. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't follow her for the rest of her life. It's 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 whatever. So, I, is there anything we want to talk about in Rockadoo's Bad Girls? Bad boy, <sighs> girls. We're talking about it, really. Well, I mean, There's, like uh, specific <laughs> to the plot, because oh. otherwise I'm like done. Okay, I don't I, know. I what will else attempt to, talk to about. run this quickly because uh, I have a couple things. There's like okay, like we uh, you know hinted at earlier. There's a chick that wants to become a cop, um, but also she's still in high school, so she can't become a cop. Uh, I actually thought she was a cop at the beginning of this, and I had to, like, stop and figure out why she was actively looting oh, yeah. these, like, minors as a police officer. And I realized, well, police officer, so no, I'm sure that that just happens school. normally. 
Um, what I did kind of think it was funny that she has like cop fever. Yes, because she's like obsessed with a cop, and then the way she describes how cool motorcycle cops are, just all dies right in the womb, right out of the gate. Because you realize that they're all driving motor scooters and not motorcycles. Yeah. And they like all mopeds. cap out at about 45 miles an hour. Yeah, I'm like, what? I... Like, they're, they're, they're talking about moped gangs. Yes, they are. Is there it's anything really lamer in the whole goddamn world than Sam like at, in a at moped most, gang? At most, a few of them had, like, a dirt bike, which is, which is you know, goes about it. looks Significantly a little cooler. cooler yeah, but should but be way stronger. Yeah, yeah uh, and and the thing is, is that no, they can't have those either because like I, I've been to Germany and like when I was a kid, there was one German who was like super proud of his his moped, and he called it the moped all the time, but he had a skin on it that made it look like a Ducati or like whatever. And I shoot myself. And he would he would take all the he would take all the girls on it and he'd be like you want to see how fast it can go and he would I swear to God he would cap out at like fifty kilometers an hour. He would like maybe break (laughs) forty five, and it's oh my god, dude, it was embarrassing. And then one time he was like, anyone else want to go on? And I was like, I'll go. And he fucking like hold on tight. I'm like, motherfucker, you have any idea how slow this thing goes? <laughs> I've been on a this horse shit is galloping embarrassing. This. He's like, yeah, I had to get a special license, a license to drive. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> cool, man. Are you in a gang of other people who go very very slow? I'm pretty sure the mobility scooters in my country go faster than you. I've seen goddamn people hook up their tractors to like a golf cart. And go faster than you. It's and funny it's legal, too because like and they don't I, need a license. I would drive one of these. Like if you know, like now that I live in a, like a city, I would own one of these and drive it around, and like I wouldn't feel that bad about it. But like I'm not gonna go on the fucking highway and be like I'm a biker. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. This is not where these things go. Uh, anyway, uh, episode ten is like wholly uneventful. Um, I got one line out of it, which is, quote, when a woman is in trouble, you shut up and help, which was, considering everything we said before, a lot of fun. Um, it is revealed during episode five that our cop chick is not a real cop. Well, I guess that's revealed earlier. But her mentor that was also a motorcycle cop got, like, hurt up, uh, hurt or beat up or whatever. Uh, in like episode four, like in a flashback, and you're like, oh, that, that, that must be the reason why. It turns out that uh, the reason she actually hates biker gangs is because that same cop mentors a young, uh, like, I guess, gang member, sort of. I don't even want to call him that. He's just a kid with like the, a moped. And this guy's like really good at driving it and he's really good at like doing tricks on it. And so is the cop. So he's like trying to be a mentor to this kid to try to like give him a good like role model thing. All right, yeah, cool. And again, decent. it's like no delinquent spotted. No, yeah, none at all. Like this kid is just like I mean, you could say it's that he's not like even illegal doing tricks and he's not in a gang. Yeah, right, right. This is like a good moment. A rare moment where a cop isn't being a piece of shit and is actually like doing community outreach and is like showing this kid how to properly drive the bike. And at one point in time, he goes a little too hard um, and the cop has to like save the kid. He magically teleports in front of the bike. Oh my God, the teleporting's so good. And I can't can't stress enough, 45 max mile an hour moped crash. Correct. I mean, you said kilometers, so it's probably more like 25. Even less. 
No, no, no. 45, kilometer, 45 miles an hour is like 60 kilometers an hour. That's usually okay. where mopeds stack out. Okay. Gotcha. All right, fine. So, like, but the point still stands. They're like, the cop and this kid are going down this, like, uh, this, you know, mountainside, and they're going too quick. And the cop who is behind the kid somehow gets in front of him to save him before he goes over, like, the mountainside, snatches him up by, like, basically the scruff of his neck. And then the cop looks forward and realizes that for absolutely no reason whatsoever, the girl who will eventually become a cop, like motorcyclist, that chick is just on the side of the road on a mountain pass road where there are no sidewalks. There's nothing else around other than just road and mountain. And she is directly in the line of fire of this moped about to go over the mountain. Somehow the motorcycle cop gets, drops the kid he saved and gets in front of the moped that the kid was driving and gets like hit while pushing the little girl out of the way. He lives by the way. It's not even like this killed him. He just he like gets so hurt he, that he's not he allowed went... to ride a motorcycle again. What do, you, what do you mean? So hurt. He's not like, what does that mean? I Can don't even know. Crippled? Nobody knows. The show doesn't care. Her entire worldview is based on this, an obvious crash in which he intentionally threw himself in front of a moped which would not have killed her, would not have irreparably harmed her, and ha- somehow managed to irreparably harm himself, and then blames the other guy, who up until now, all she saw was him being behind the cop. Like, he lost yeah. control of his motorcycle for a second and nearly hit her, and the cop saved her. And she says, I swear revenge on the guy who crashed. If there's actually an insane person in this anime, it probably is her because, like, she has well, yeah, no she justification cops, for it. Yeah, acts like a sure. vigilante, assaults random people in public yes, for driving literally. motorcycles she thinks are too gaudy, not even unsafely. She, she, she drives more unsafe to fuck them up. Correct. This I mean, she, like, takes, like, fucking, like, tie iron to them, too. Like, it's not, like, a joke. This is the only like thing I agree people. with, too, which is that cops are the real delinquents here. I mean, yes. Yeah. By clear example. Yeah. I, I just that was actually is, funny to me was that was the justification for this entire character. Um, but like that was the only moment I can think of in like the whole series that kind of was funny. Um, episode six was they basically had lunch and I'm not even joking that that's the episode they had lunch. I, I this is. That's why I respect the uh, the Atasha driver community. You know, that's why I respect the hell's the Atasha community. You know, the the anime anime car guy from Magic. Oh, Cringemobile. Yeah, Cringemobile. I respect that community now. I I liked it when he had a memorial because uh, in the sky they they drive a car which can go fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at least it's a real fucking car. Like I know the only difference between him and a fucking Toyota Camry is the skin he paid to put on it. Yeah, but goddamn it, it'll hit sixty. It'll hit 100. And you, go you know what? He would have killed that chick, so we would have more justification. fucking dead. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> if he threw himself in front of a car to save her, I'd at least have a bit of fucking respect. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But and no, I would understand alas. if he suffered irreparable harm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing was so goofy. Uh, I mean, actually, the whole thing was mostly boring, but this one series of events was extremely goofy. Uh, I, I, that's all I can really even talk about for Rokudos. Uh, that is like something to watch that is fun. Like, just, there's nothing else. Something of substance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you get anything, Mike? Like I, no, I don't know. I was adding anything I could there, buddy. I, I just, well, I mean, what did I watch? Like I, 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 there was a part where 
they're getting chased down by a bunch of goons, and then what's her face shows up on a bike, and then oh, she's Rana. like, "He never oh. told me anything." And oh the guy God. was like, "That's because he didn't want you to do anything dangerous." So like. <laughs> Don't do anything dangerous. And she's That's like, because well, he, he didn't want you to have any me? agency. Of course he will come back for you because oh, he's the okay. only reason you exist. Wait, also, why? she popped tires what? on people's bicycles with uh, a wooden sword. Uh, yeah. Why is she so much cooler than everyone Which else? Also <laughs> would have 100% probably killed someone. These aren't like, I hope so. Okay. Yeah. That they was thought my it favorite was gunshots. They even acknowledged yeah. how dangerous it was, too. <laughs> yeah. They, they like, holy shit, shit, is that a gun? <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite line was, these aren't balloons, they're tires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a... That was just fun to watch her just pop it as if it were a balloon. But yeah, no, there was nothing. What do you... What do you expect, man? It's just more, more man wins. Women is always second. All constant silver, you know. Yep. Uh. Also, they even managed to pull off uh, the most like badass version, and it's not actually badass, but like the most, I guess, samurai version of woman has to wait for man to come home. Uh, because mm-hmm. they made Rana just like sit in the middle of the road, being like, "I trust my man to come yeah, back what? unscathed." What? And well, it's like I think they're doing like a samurai thing where they're like you have to be at yeah. peace with like. But I, you know, I completely get it's the really idea dumb. of like, and it's stupid, but like the idea of like bad girls falling in love with him. But why does that have to mean that they do everything he says constantly? I don't know. And it's... only like some, and some of them listen to him more than others. Like that one girl's like a lap dog. The other girls are like, yeah, I'm in love with you, so like we can be like part of a team. Sort well, of. it's clearly the more bad you are, the more uh, that you have so... to pay attention. Yeah, she's the baddest of the baddest balls. Yeah, so, so she goes she... in and, you know, so she doesn't only solve she, anything. She only has two options. Or... She fights or she... <laughs> well, if she was fucking and fighting, I'd yeah. have a lot more respect for yeah, her. Yeah, she's not actually going to do either. either. Yeah, she's going to yeah. do neither because that would make her uh, impure and uh, in That's danger. Right. Because she's she literally a slave. That's I love strong girls, but I hate it when they fight and fuck. Yeah. Wow, bro. in distress is just that, you know? I like looking at strong girls. I like telling them to sit on my face, but I would never allow that. That would be impure. Then I'd choke. I mean, I can't eat pussy. I don't know how. (laughs) What is that? I've heard it's really dry. Dude, they'd see a vagina and scream. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you have down there? (laughs) 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 The abyss. My God, this is nothing like the two-dimensional things that I've seen. It's not just like the simulations. This is not. Where's the x-ray view? I don't understand what's going on. Uh, if I can't be yeah. Clark Kent with my pussy, you know, well, like, what's the That's point? Right. You know, That's like, right. I, I want to know where it's been permanently. X-ray it. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's not so talk about this anymore. This let's sucks. talk <laughs> about magical destroyers and magical destroyers. As I kind of said before, also has absolutely nothing going for it. Uh, all of the random like insanity that was in the first three is now completely gone. Everything just kind of makes sense. Uh, the timelines are also like collapsing on each other. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. The, the character some, interactions do not episode. make sense after the flashbacks. Uh, the only thing I really got out of it that I really genuinely enjoyed it was um, at the end of episode I think it's six. Uh, we have a flashback episode where we go back to Otako Hero's like first days running the rebellion, right? And yeah. uh, he. He has a run-in with the big bad evil boss. Yes, he does. Steps in front of him and just starts spitting nothing but facts. Yes. And you watch the entire like worldview of this little shit stain crumble in a single instant. And I gotta have respect for that. 
because yeah, the man just walks up to him and literally even says the line, you can't tell the difference between consumption and creation. And I'm like, God damn, is that that hits like a truck, brother. And it yeah. should, because that is so fucking accurate. You literally don't understand the difference between consumption and creation. You make nothing and consume everything. You are a fucking parasite. You're the suburbs of content. Yeah. And he just spits nothing but facts right in his face while Otaku Hero cries and sobs and shits his pants going, no, no, it's you who are wrong, I think. Yeah, yeah we're going to get the classic ones, too, that all weebs seem to, like, hate but also hold up really lofty is a, uh, have you ever heard of deodorant? Like, yeah, yeah. He literally, he, he like, ca- you guys are he fucking calls swarmy. smelly like, a lot. He calls, yeah. them, calls them smelly a lot. And they're, he's apparently always right, because not a single one of them even bothers refuting it. It seems like they all <laughs> yeah, do just smell. They're all just stinky. So, great. Good, good PR for your cause there, Otaku Hero. You smell. That's it. That's all you were good for. Um, and, uh, consumption. The other, and consumption. The other somewhat, like, almost hilariously bad bit is, again, in this flashback, uh, he, the otaku hero right after the bands start coming for all of his favorite stuff that he bases his entire personality off of. Um, he goes into the mountains to like live, but it's cold, I guess. And three random naked chicks literally fall out of the sky in a box. And he brings the box inside and it's three naked girls. And he does his whole like, Oh man, I, I can't wait to see them naked and rape them. And they go, ha ha, just kidding. It was a bait and switch. That would be gross. Uh, instead, we come out of the box and we don't remember anything and we don't know who we are. And we're all just blank slates who love you unconditionally, otaku hero. So now the universe is literally gifting him his harem. Yeah. Like not, not even like a figurative, like, you know, the plot did it for me. No, like that is the plot. The plot is and, I was gifted three women. Yeah. They literally don't bother explaining it or anything. They just have them all say a bunch of stupid, cringy lines like, you're our whole world, and that's why we have magical girl powers, I guess. I, I looked away for a moment, uh, and he had already brought them inside, and they were naked in his bed. Yeah. I literally missed where they showed up from. And they then just, all of a sudden, they, they were just the ground in there. that box. That was yeah. it. He was out collecting snow to eat, only the yellow kind. And he saw a box fall out of the sky and he opened it and there were naked girls and he brought it inside. That's it. it that's Just, it. That was the whole I, thing. I want to know about, because like this, I don't know if you guys remember this. This is the author that had the, uh, on the Instagram, the, uh, this dog kills fascists, like a uh, hat on that, on his pug. So like, I want to know the perspective of this person to be like, I will show the worst things about otaku and then be like, right, but it's cool. It's good. Don't worry about it. Like, well, how, yeah, where is the defense? Is someone that takes away all the cool stuff of otakus. Exactly, right. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that can, like, derive, apparently, a culture. Like, a whole culture. Yeah. Not, the, not the stinky basement-dwelling people who don't have a healthy respect of women and don't even really know what women are. And basically, as far as these... As far as their entire group goes, have no women except Correct. for almost none. The three girls that you got from the sky who came in a naked box, and apparently sometimes your daughter, who you force into it by naming her Khaleesi, essentially. 
Uh, yeah, and also your son that you force into it by forcing this little boy to dress like a girl. To dress like a girl so you can call them your favorite underage girl character from uh, a magical girl anime that you watched 20 years ago. I, I forgot about this. This thing was probably the most disturbing thing I've seen in a while. And like, that was really quite something. Yeah. I, and just to like, we'll, we'll lay this out a little bit more like the whole episode, but just to like take this dare, uh, take this like side thing for a moment. There is a fight between like a competition between the new age otaku who are like out and proud and there is a, and then they are fighting the old age otaku, which are basically compared to like queer people because they're closeted and they're like, they feel shame about wanting to like be associated with anime, which is a pretty fucking weird comparison, by the way. Uh, one of these is like a thing you're, you know, you are born to. It is your sexual orientation. The other one is you just really liking disturbingly young girls. Um, not, mm-hmm. not really the same, fucko. Um, so anyway, they're in a competition, and the old-school otaku, one of them has a son and a daughter. And I'm calling them that because that's what the anime calls them. And then both of them are dressed as, like, little girls and on purpose in, like, female uh, uh, swimwear. I am not yeah. trying to sex the clothing. But the very specifically, the, the little boy is like, why am I... Exactly, yes. Like, like they, the, the little boy is like, why am I dressed like this? I don't like this. And then he is made to fight in this little, like, you know, swimsuit. And then they actively put him in a revealing position where they literally sexualize this boy. And, like, yes, it's anime, so you can be like, oh, I don't know, maybe the age is a little bit older. But that's the thing. It's not. Like, he is standing next to his young sister. Both of them are treated as very young children. And they actively sexualize him. I, like, I've, I can't. I like this is why I want to like just talk for a brief moment to this author to be like, how do you think this is a good representation of otaku? How are you subverting this to pretend that this is actually something defensible? I literally want to understand how you could possibly turn this on its head, how you actually think it's acceptable to do these things and to defend it. And the only answer I can come up with is how Japan actively defends pedophilic content to be published. That's the only thing I can understand it as because they see it directly as a first, um, like, I mean, they don't, I don't know what amendment it is or even if it is an amendment, but they see it as like a free speech right. So like, that that's the only angle that makes sense to me is that like, even though this thing is like a deplorable thing that I'm sure that the author got, hopefully the author doesn't approve of, but like Japan as a whole approves of that kind of free speech. That's like the only angle that even makes sense. And I'm, I still think it's deplorable. I, I it's just like I, I can't I can't wrap my head around it. It's yeah. really really gross. I mean it would be just as gross if it was, you know, a flip for this little girl. Like it that, that's that's like the other part is like it it doesn't actually have to be one versus the other. It could have just been a little girl in a little girl swimsuit being sexualized in that way. Like it, there's so many layers to this to be like why? Like, what is, what is the angle here for you? Like, why did you have to do all of these to make your point? Because, like, you clearly made this choice. Because at first the boy didn't want to be in this shit and then was made to be in it. And then when he was, like, doing the competition, he actively stops and puts, like, it seems like they make us want to believe he chose to sexualize himself. Even though, like, he a moment ago was complaining about not wanting to be dressed like this. 
So like all of these choices are so many different things you see in like shitty anime. I mean, and also just like a fair amount of anime in general. But like, you see it a lot, and then it's not always combined. So why combine all of this? And it has to be intentional because of that. So what's the fucking point? I just, it's grotesque. I forgot about that. Never mind. I fucking hate this anime again. Like I hated it before, but I forgot. No, it's, it's like I said criminal. earlier that it, this was not that offensive a week. I said it was boring. I lied. That this shit was horrible. Well, I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta block out the bad stuff. I get it. You sure fucking do, don't you? I get you it, do. brother. I think yeah. that was only episode five too. No, like that I, was episode five. And, and the only other thing to talk about that we didn't really get into is that the whole reason this is happening is that the entire plot of episode five is that there are some older otaku. Yes, and yeah. they have decided that they own a bridge because that bridge <laughs> is like the Susquehanna and everybody puts their garbage in there, but they love the garbage. Yeah, they and hid it from the government by tossing it in this river. Yeah, so they, they own the bridge so they can eventually get it, but they can't go in and get it because they can't swim, I guess. Or the idea of bathing would you I know, don't, repel them. Yeah, I, they never said... I don't they think they said why they couldn't why. get it. It's what just a plot convenience. But the real issue here is that Otaku Hero and these older Otaku are at an impasse because the older Otaku believe that the newer Otaku are not like them. That Correct. they came from a different world and that they're different people. And there's some interesting like soapboxing here from the author where... He almost effectively strawmans the older otaku into saying things that you definitely do hear, which is that, oh, you kids have it easy because when I was an otaku, we were socially shunned and we weren't allowed to be ourselves in public at all. And now you can just walk around Akihabara and buy things wearing cosplay and nobody thinks you're a fucking weirdo creep. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's true. Now there are a lot of mainstream aspects to being an otaku. And he's right that they really do come from different worlds because now like the ease of information means that nobody puts a lot of work into being like an editor or anything like that. It used to be that people would make fan dubs and fan translations of things and they would be better than some professional products. Yeah. True. And like that that is that is something worth talking about the sense that like nowadays people don't put that kind of effort into that. They expect everything to just be handed to them. And it ties back to this idea that the main bad guy said, which is that at a certain point, you're not creators. You're just consumers. And the old otaku at least had an element of creation to their consumption. So it's like, okay, yeah, we got a thing here. Well, how is otaku hero going to respond? He doesn't. He sputters and cries and shits his pants again and realizes that he has no real rebuttal to anything that they're saying because everything they're saying is objectively true. On top, and the only way he could try to argue against it is to say things like, yeah, well, actually, we're creepy pieces of shit, too, still. And also, there's a government that's literally rounding up and executing all otakus, so shouldn't we work together? I mean, and it's this... like he's objectively right that this distinction only exists in the real world, which, of course, the author is soapboxing for right now. But all of the reasons Otaku Hero gives for uniting do not correlate to the real world where these arguments come from. So both sides just soapbox, but only one side actually makes any fucking sense. And at the end of the day, they still proceed to like team up because they drain the swamp. And well, you know, okay, like, so I, I figured out, I figured, so if you put this in the lens of it still being about the queer community, um, that's the reason why they can't make it into the river before the new age comes. 
because it's supposed to be like the new age is saying it's okay to be who you want to be and the internalized like you know homophobia that you have about yourself you know the internalized hate for yourself of being who you are you shouldn't feel that anymore and like you blaze the trail for us and we respect you for that but we will help you live the way that you want to live like i mean it's yeah. it's pretty clearly just an analogy for that which is like why it's so offensive because again yeah. like no one is being killed for being a weeb i'm sorry no, it doesn't no. happen it, no one is being persecuted then, on this level fuck even you. when these old people were supposedly talking about what they were talking about it was still a lie they were never that persecuted it, this is just like oh it, it's so hard to be a white man now it's dog shit it's a lie it's such a fucking lie they have it so goddamn good. Every single fucking anime that comes out appeals to otakus and nothing else. And they dare, dare suggest that there was ever a time when they were not being waited on hand and foot by people who did nothing but create shit for them, only to have it thrown back in their fucking faces by entitled weebs. Nobody yeah, I mean, cares this, what you think. This shit is being like, you know, like... <laughs> Those fucking, you know, white conservatives that are like, this is a holocaust of conservative thought. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you talking about? Maybe like, it deserves <laughs> it. I don't know, man. Maybe at the end of the day, I, all you've done is convince me that the bad guy in this show is objectively right. I mean, that's like so many of these like anime shows for us is that we walk away and like they're clearly setting these people up to be like absolute pieces of shit. But like they're kind of more right than the main good guy i yeah, mean this is the marvel yeah. problem too right is that like so many of the actual bad guys in marvel cinema and also probably just in the comic books but like have like legitimate points but because then it's written by liberals the only solution they can come up to to these legitimate points to still make the bad guy a bad guy is to just make them like an eco-fascist like thanos or to make them an extreme nationalist like uh killmonger like the, yeah. you can't like there's no in between for these guys because they realize that their their villains are more compelling than their good guys. So they have to just make them ridiculously evil for no reason whatsoever. And you or you give them that out of character confused. evil moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's um I, I never watched it, um, but I was told about the bad guys, quote unquote, uh in the like Captain's Captain America shit, what was that called? It was like the new one with the Falcon. Um maybe it was I, just Captain I, America I and Falcon. Seen it. Whatever. Know. There's there's like left wing bad guys in that one where basically like they are, from my understanding, pseudo anarchists that believe that after the snap, the snap proved we don't really need nation states. We should be closer to a system where like everyone is the same. We all work collectively and together. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I mean, that seems pretty fucking good, but they're bad guys. So how are they going to And that's why it? I'm going to blow up this box of puppies. Wait, literally, yes. Yeah, they like literally blow up like like a like it wasn't a hospital but it was like some like peace convention or something and one of the like bad guys underlings is like why would you do that and it's like well there were bad guys in there too and it's like yeah you're just like cheapening all of the like revolutionary efforts throughout like all of history i mean yeah there there are definitely moments where like revolutionary fighters have killed innocents as well i'm not saying that isn't the true wars and resistances are dirty but like there's also a lot of caution on the other side to not have that happen because they know it would be deeply unpopular for it to happen so like you just make these people crazy evil without any representation throughout history just because otherwise they'd be right Otherwise, they would just have a good point. You've made them objectively right in an inherently fascist ideological society that you've produced here. And now you're back. To, you've instantly backed yourself into a corner because the entire concept of superheroes is inherently fascist. 
And yes. now you're just like, well, let's put leftists in there. What are they going to do? Well, everything better. Oh, shit. Fuck. Uh, but we still got to punch him. Damn it. Um, he blows up the puppy factory. Done. Great. Thank you. And I, I, I don't know if we, we should really have a bingo card for any time Alan it, Moore comes only, out of our mouth. Yeah, if only there was, like, I don't know, a big plot point in Marvel and even their own cinematic universe where, like, there was a fuck ton of collateral damage and they were specifically called out for that. And it was, like, the entire premise of an entire set of movies and a storyline. But when the leftists, yeah, but when the leftists do it, they're beyond reproach and they can't be communicated with and they have to just be put down. Huh. But when, but when Captain America and uh, Iron Man have a slight disagreement about how fascist their society should be, uh, somebody's right and somebody's wrong, and it's it's the less fascist guy. He's he's the wrong one. You know what's funny too is they like clearly actually have sometimes an okay understanding of being able to say we have to wipe the slate clean. Because, yeah. like, in Captain America and Winter Soldier, which I, I think that movie holds up reasonably well for a Marvel movie. It's not that good but because it's Marvel. But, like, it holds up in the fact that when you find out that the entire, like, state that it, like, uh, not state, shit, what do they call that thing? It's, whatever. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. The whatever. Hydra is justice. within, yeah. basically, the CIA. You know, like, and it turns out the CIA is just straight up and down evil because there's, like, an internal CIA that's making them do evil things, and yeah. actually it just poisoned the entire thing. And basically always has been. And basically yeah. always has been. Yes, exactly. Like, you can't keep the CIA. It needs to be destroyed. It needs right. to be ripped down. You can't just magic away all this corruption from within you can't pretend the ideology was clean you need to destroy it root and aka you need to round up all the otakus and put them into camps (laughs) i'm Uh, sorry that would make you a fascist uh buddy yeah i'm not gonna be able to it's not about who's in the camps or why producer can we cancel jay is it too late we're not like that many seasons. You have to understand that anything that's violent is inherently wrong except when i do it to fight violence but Correct, even yeah. then, if you do that, it's also wrong. Look, it's, it's just me. Different. I'm right and you're wrong. And I All can't I... contend or, inter- or like interact with your ideas because they would break my poor, tiny, simple, soft little brain. So I think you forget that uh, I am the state and I don't actually have to listen to this shit. Producer, can we kick him? Yeah, Producer, kick me. Please. Can Absolutely. You, can you kick him? 100% not. <laughs> no! Gotcha, bitch. Bang, I can't bang, believe bang. the revolution's gonna win because of the fucking producer. Yep. Yes. Uh, well, anyway, anything else to say? I anything else to so. say? All right. Well, defend your anime as best you can, boys. Do you want to first you start? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So, here's the thing: magical destroyers, and I will still make this point, even though you know it doesn't seem like it's really paying out yet. I still believe a little bit that there is something coming in this anime. It has changed its writing style and its animation style and so many other things so many times that I I don't believe that we're going to get like the turnaround on Otaku Hero. I I do still believe that the author genuinely thinks that like this guy is right and he's just soapboxing for himself. So that turn isn't happening. But I do believe that there's a lot of weird shit being set up and going on, specifically with the main bad guy and uh, his slayer uh, waifu, which is like there's another magical girl that he quote unquote brainwashed or at least convinced to be his puppet. 
and she's like the main arm of what he's doing. And Wait, I have a one? feeling. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the one with the, two eyes, yeah. The yeah. two colored eyes. And I have a feeling there's something being set up here where like he got a magical girl in the same way that Otaku Hero did. And yeah, I don't so think he's it's actually gonna... secretly an otaku. Yeah, either secretly oh, an otaku shit. or his literal dad. Because I don't know if you noticed, but they keep talking about Otaku Hero's dad and how he left them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's actually how everyone is actually a closeted weeb and like it's it's all just like internalized uh, yeah. you know sexism or internalized homophobia or something. Yeah, or what like yeah, because like they're going to try to turn it around. Yeah, if we and can so only like, convince the fascists to just be weebs with us, they wouldn't want to kill us or something. Well, they like are, that. the fascists are weebs. I know, I know, but not to them. But the, but no, but I mean like that they're they're doing the runaround, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're fucking they're doing some shit and I, I genuinely believe that like the follow up the last couple episodes of this will almost be so fucking nuts that it almost might be worth watching. Uh I agree. I don't want to defend my anime. <laughs> yeah. It it's it's fucking weird. So I, I do think that, like, the only thing that really matters here is, like, what this is going to turn into. Because right now, they're both just excessively boring and remind us of the worst that humanity has to offer as far as media goes. As far as, like, soapboxing, they're just ridiculously disgusting worldview, as well as just making a bad product overall. So if we have to pick one, I, I'm going to pick... Uh, magical destroyers only because I feel like watching the last episodes will be the only thing that it can have to offer. And then after that, I got, I have literally nothing to say about Rokudos because they cut out the only interesting thing that I think I could have even gotten from it, which is girls beating the shit out of guys and it feeling like good. Okay. So now that I have to defend as well, uh, when I defend second, as we all know, we can actually defend whatever we want. So I'm going to also defend magical destroyers. Uh, because I think if we're going to look at two different shows that both kind of have down, you know, went down a little, I think it's much more interesting to see how an otaku views his own culture and the meta narrative surrounding it than, even if it's done poorly, than it is to look at how another misogynist views how women should be slaves. I don't think that second one is particularly interesting or engaging. I think we've seen a lot of it. I think I see a lot of it in the West, and I think I see a lot of it in the East. I don't yeah, really I don't need, need to, to very far do it again. I Fuck, I even read a book recently about it. So, like, I, I don't need to keep witnessing this. I would be much more interested in seeing an otaku really reveal to me how they are going to fix the otaku problem, even though the otaku problem is the thing that is good. I, so fix, like, their acceptance, I guess, is the, is the problem. I, it's really not clear, and I'm hoping that I can be told what it is and how apparently somehow it has something to them to do with fascism, despite the fact that, like, you know, if anything, it's them that's the fascist, but whatever. All right. Well, I, I like how to them persecution is what fascism is, by the way. This actually really fucking annoys me. Um, I've taken a lot of time to, like, I don't have them memorized, but I've taken a lot of time to study, like, Umberto Eco's 14 Points of Fascism, and, like, whenever people are like, authoritarianism is fascism. No, it isn't. Fuck off. No. It fundamentally no, it's isn't. So They're much very more different. Than that. Like, I mean, there are many different kinds of authoritarianism. Fascism is not just any of them that you want it to be. So, like, so far, and I'm, I'm just basing this off of, like, the author's Instagram of being like, you know, fuck fascism. 
it's pretty clear to me that the only form of fascism he understands is just a loose idea of authoritarianism. Because so far, the bad guys haven't done... I guess the only thing that you could say is specifically fascistic is the fact that they have targeted a very specific subgroup to persecute. But it's not based on, like, a racial or a religious line or something. It's based on a... Well, to them, it would be culture. It's about a consumption of product, but that's the thing. Because the idea is that you could eliminate otaku from the world instantly by getting rid of all their stuff. You wouldn't have to touch the people at all. Because, again, (laughs) these people don't create anything. Nothing. And, like, here's the thing. I'm sure someone out there would hear me say that and be like, well, duh, that's like what fascism is. No, it isn't. No, uh, it's There are not. many it's different more. kinds of authoritarianism that target specific cultures. We could look it's- at Stalin and point out how Stalin had, like, a real fucking boner for moving people around. We could talk about how even really old school empires, like, you know, the Byzantine Empire, the Eastern Roman Empire, move religious sects from literally the East all the way to the West, and that's pretty much the whole reason why yeah. they died. So, like... Yeah. It's just one of these things that, like, you clearly have no concept for what actual fascism even looks like. Um, so I, I don't really respect your opinion about, you know, the death of your culture on this topic, um, like, at all. At least if you're going to be defining it as, you know, fascists are coming to get us. Authoritarians, maybe. Fine. But fuck you. They're not fascists. No. The, the, and, and more importantly, that, like, they're with, with this misunderstanding of all of this, they really see authoritarianism as anyone who doesn't like what they like. Yeah, literally. And yes. that really is just what it comes down to. Because the way they talk about like the normies that don't care, like he he has there's a guy walking around with a scanner that says, like, oh, you're you're four percent uh you're four percent otaku, you're going to the camp. And it's like what? you just had to make that up because otherwise they would like you work. had to show their normal society being awful. Because you don't have any other point to make. Like, the, he, he made them all have, like, the fucking Star Trek glasses where, where, like, they all have the same robo face. But actually, they live their lives completely normally. And you're like, oh, what a, what a hellscape. What a, what a fucking dystopia. Everybody, everybody has the same eye line. And they're all on their phones. Well, I am, too. But I, and they all just, like, consume. Oh, I do, too. And, and they all just, like, they have... They're normal. They have no personalities. Why well, I don't either. But they all bathe. Like you, he struggled to find anything wrong with the society that he created as the antithesis. So he had to just insert. There's guys walking around with scanners, and if they think you might like a pop song too much, they throw you in prison. Also, as why does note, that even make sense? The little tribes of otaku's are also like more xenophobic. Than the like yeah. bad guys, like they actively are they like, are oh, you're part of this culture. Xenophobic. Yeah, like, anytime one other culture, even within the otaku community, is like, hey, we want like, do you know, hang out with you? They're like, oh no, fuck off. You're like a different tribe. No. Yeah, they're fucking like, gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Also, I've been just informed Gaslight, right now that girl boss, let's go. I share a birthday with this author, and I'm really bummed about it. <laughs> wow. Nice. Not that that like means sad, anything, sad, but it's just sad, a big sad, old bummer. Well, so are we voting now? Yeah, I am vote. this author. Even vote. Uh, I mean, this is no contest. I mean, I, I actually was worried about who I'd vote for at the beginning because I just didn't enjoy watching either of these. But like I said, uh, in my defense of Magical Destroyers, I don't know why Jade def- defended Rokudos, but um, I do think that if we're going to be watching something, it's much more interesting to watch 
someone's warped perception of how they're being persecuted. Um, and, you know, basically their own understanding of their culture and why it's actually like a golden city on the hill. I think that's very... Uh, at minimum, it offers us substance. And at maximum, it offers us something that is at least slightly different. Like I said before, I've seen plenty of misogynistic takes, anime or otherwise, about why women should basically just be completely indebted to women. Or <laughs> women should be completely indebted to men. Um, and have no agency. I, I don't need to watch more. I, I've, I've had too much as it is. All Plus, right, we're probably going to end up getting that shit in this anime anyway. Like, whatever. Actually, we Wait. already have gotten it. Never mind. Yeah. What do you got, Jay Sama? <sighs> All right. Well, I've been thinking about this for a while. And I, I'm really... I, I feel like we're in a similar situation. Are you going to fuck with me on this? To, Get to out of here. Two weeks ago. I think we're in a similar situation to two weeks ago where, like... We don't really know what the future holds, but we know that it holds pain. And I'd <laughs> like to pull another Audible and just vote for Legend of Galactic Heroes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Wait, wait. Okay, oh how would that work? Like, Because I know there's like a million episodes. So, like, I, I'm interested, but how would that work? Mm, mm, I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. Which, which, uh, which one? The uh, the the original or the Dainui these Jay? I do either. Um, I think we should do. Uh, I the problem is is the old one is actually kind of hard, and yeah. like I we have to do the new one, but we'll we'll just say like one good season. We'll we'll mm. figure it out. All right. We can do one of the new ones, or we can just do one of the first ones. Is this one of those moments where a season's seen. actually twenty four episodes long, and you guys are just gonna kill me? No, that would be that would be the old one where like there is no real season. There's just like 140. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, Mike, what are you doing now that now that that happened? Well, now now I'm torn uh, because Damn. coming in and I you know I looked ahead. I was just looking at the wiki for Magical Destroyers. It, it does go weird. I just don't know if it's weird in in a worth enough way. Dude, just tell uh, us at this point. Uh, it's just, uh, all right. Spoiler alert to anyone who cares in case we don't watch this for anyone listening. I tried to warn you essentially they kind of walk in and the main bad guy is just the storyboard artist for this. And so what he does is he basically writes the, you know, Otaku here ends up dying and he writes the destiny of everyone, but then someone else takes up the helm of Otaku hero and fights them and, then there's a bigger god character that laughs in the corner. I don't know. It's so very... the internalized person that hates it is actually authors of anime culture? I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe what I'm reading other than it just seems like the main bad guy, the Shoban, is writing all of this to where the, the fascist quote-unquote win, uh, but then the, the, script is, the script is flipped when another person takes up the otaku hero because then there's uh, someone named Origin, who I guess is even above, I don't know, I guess the editor. If, if, if Shoban is the mangaka, Origin is the editor, and he's edited it to, to continue on the seasons is what it feels like. Um, That's actually kind of interesting. I know. D- uh, Jay, knowing like, that, that is, is a meta- does that change your mind at all? No. Knowing any of that, no. <laughs> you don't think? I mean, I, I'm not I, saying I think it would I'm, become I think, good, but I... I feel vindicated in being 100% right. 
However, that is not the kind of twist that I wanted because I don't yeah. think that's the kind of twist that would be fun. I think no. that's the kind of twist that takes itself extremely seriously. It yeah. definitely takes itself very seriously. I <laughs> think it's. I think it would. We would get a little bit of satisfaction out of watching his wife who's murder him, and that's about it. Episode seven is a Tron episode where they fight a guy named Adam and his AI companion named Eve. All right, you're losing awesome. me. Okay, you're awesome. losing me. Otaku Hero takes on the producer role. I just think that's a funny sentence. Thanks, producer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think... Uh, <laughs> looking at it, I thought, I don't know, maybe. But yeah, no, we're just going to watch uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. To, uh, you yeah. know, frick it. We're yeah. going to watch some Dainui these and we'll figure it out. It's probably going to be... Uh, like the first, uh, the there are six episodes. I think three of them make up a quote-unquote movie. So huh. maybe we'll watch like the first six of those. So I think that's all we watched back in the day, Jay. So maybe we'll just do that. That's right. I don't know. We'll post it on our Twitter if anyone cares. Yeah. But that's probably what's going to end up happening. Because frick it, man. I don't want to watch either of these either. And I'm tired of no. sticking to a script. When, I'm going to pull an get, otaku hero. When we and get I'm going to flip the script. <laughs> that's right. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's right. <laughs> All that setup about my dad, it's not in here anymore. Yeah, it's gone. It. It's not. It's just <laughs> stupid. It's, oh, get it? Like, you can't ever take down the people that are trying to make the culture better. Oh, wait, what do you mean you can? Because there's a guy in the background that says you can because he's voting for the hero, and the hero of the story is otaku culture. So, yeah, it's, I, I really don't understand the point of what they're trying to tell me in this. I mean, um, I think that... Th so, this is one of those scenarios where... Oh, and the magical girls are turned into evil magical destroyers, so... Oh, um, I don't really know what that... Nope. I mean, is this, like, a critique of the culture now? Because, like, there, there definitely is, like, an, an angle where, like... I mean, we've said this, too... They're trying to be allowed way to be too angry meta. editors. They're, they're trying yeah, to be but way I don't know, too this, this actually could work. Like no, in, in the hands will. of someone better, I mean, it, oh, we, sure, I yeah. think there's something there, like because what is the thing that you and like every we all talk about here is that like we hate the writers and we hate the editors. It would be interesting if the characters themselves were fighting against the writers for making them as shit as they were, Was and they have to like somehow break out of that cycle, and then like the, the only way to break out of it is to destroy themselves. That could be something. Like to have up. the entire medium be destroyed, I'll watch, and that's I'll try the to solution. This but I don't during think the so. wrap up, and I'll be disappointed. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't think it'll happen. Just but like they no. at least said that there's a writer and an editor in there. So like, that, I mean that's that's I don't know. They say uh, a again, lot. Of if it was, yeah. I know, I know. But you know, in the hands of someone better, I, I think what I described there is interesting. But editing yeah. this is like trying to edit Fifty Shades of Grey. There's no point. <laughs> you're reading a fan fiction that someone just copy pasted into a book. I think you meant there's well, no if you period. edited. Well, yeah, yeah who is the, who is the mangaka self-inserting himself as the otaku hero or the origin? Because it's clearly not the Shoban who he claims I mean, is the fascist. I, I, the best thing about being a self-insert is that you can do it anytime. <laughs> yeah, you be whoever you want to be. So it's probably just origin where he goes. Just kidding. I choose the hero, and the hero is otaku culture. And the bad guys are fascist because they want to take away no. the doll that I like Maybe. to have sex with. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I mean, actually like marginally curious. Like I, I again, I, I'm not really gonna like go out of my way to make this happen because I just don't think that it will be good. No, but like, it won't. we're gonna I mean, go it's... watch good fascism in, uh, in Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> what am I, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> good fascism. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> ah, I'm all here for it. Uh, anyway, all right, so then the finale is going to be the Condemned vs. Uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Dainui These, probably the six episodes that make up the first two quote-unquote movies. Uh, so that's a curveball. Enjoy. Uh, but again, trying to change things up. Uh, let's go to called shots, boys. What do you got, Ethan? I don't even remember, dude. 
Uh, let's see here. I have... What did we watch? Magical Destroyers. There we go. Alleg this No, absolutely not. Allegory for uh, U.S. lifting the Japanese fascists and crushing the leftists post-World War II. Yeah, definitely not. No way. Um, even with this like weird turn, if anything, it would be about the culture of like writers and editors making horrible shows, but that would not be it. Um, and then where's Rokudos? The fuck? Bad girls. Oh yeah, this is an IV breeding program, uh, like Pokemon from Pokemon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not happening. And then yeah. Magical Destroyers was my winner, so I guess we don't have a winner in yep. that regard. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so that's something. Be... <laughs> um, I might still get my Dark Horse of the Condemned, so that's something too, I guess. Uh, Jay, what do you have? I have. Uh, a scene where... Oh, sorry. M MC brings up Age of Consent as oppression. My God, is it right on the tip of their tongue, especially with the little boys and girls thing that they were just forcing. But I'm not watching it. Don't give me the point. I don't know. I, don't. I mean, I think this is a point. Really? I mean, MC doesn't specific... I guess it's not MC. That's the only thing really holding you back is that MC isn't the one that does it. It's the former otakus. Yeah. Which, by the way, I didn't even think about this. How much more problematic is, it is that they are comparing this to, like, the queer community and one of the immediate things that the older, closeted queer, well, in this case, otaku members do, is loot a child. I mean, that's, like, actively harmful to the queer community in, like, a very significant way. Yeah. I, I mean, not that a conservative doing, would probably ever yeah. put that together, but, like, that is what they're doing with that analogy. But whatever. Anyway, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think there's a case to be made that you get this. I mean, it's not the MC. I mean, is that, I mean, is that good enough? I mean, the case to make is pretty obvious that we were in an episode where people were talking about the oppression of the state, and they specifically brought in their kids and said, kids, you are going to be otakus just like us. You fucking have to. And it's expressly put on an event where people were expected to ogle each other and these children. But, like, I, I don't... I think the problem is is that he never, he never defended what the older otaku were doing. And honestly, neither did them. They just kind of brushed over it. Yeah. All right. That's fine. I mean, it, it definitely doesn't take front and center, um, which I guess I'm happy about. <laughs> all right. Kill it. What's, kill what's it. your other one? Oh, bad girls. You already got. Yeah. Scrolls. Yeah, I, got, I already got bad yeah. girls. Okay. There's Mike. nothing else. All right, boys. Uh, let's see. Uh, bad girls. Uh, Gary character. Just read the wiki. Absolutely getting a point for that. Just read up oh, shit. on it. It's that yeah? it's that little dude from that alliance. He ends up getting like a, a like a, a he leads the alliance and then the front and center, his enforcers are all women. Every oh, one of them. And then yeah. and then he just there's learns to be his own man. Yeah, hundred percent there's a Gary character. Yeah, I'll prove it at one. the end, but I don't give myself the I point for that. Hey, wait a minute. It just it just says gay character. Someone took out the R. Wait That's a not what I said. Wait a minute. Uh, anyway, so I'm just going to give myself a point there because that's pretty cool. And uh, I don't know, guys, pro-LGBTQ, does it count if the show thought that it was pro-LGBTQ? No. No, it does not. <laughs> I, I think it kind of does, you know? I, I will fight on my life on this one. No, it does I think, not. I think they believed they were pro-LGBTQ. Oh, I, I really, really think counts. they did, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no. So what if they were wrong? I get that, but they believed they were, you know? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess uh sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting uh, there. It's really funny. No, no, it's fine. Uh what do you got, producer? Uh 
Where are you at? Oh, my God. Oh, Magical Destroyers, you already lost. And I can't even. Man, so many names. Where Dark Horse at? was Bad Girls, so he didn't get that one either. Mm, mm, uh, true. Oh, Ruby, wa- oh, Ruby yeah, characters bad was uh, yeah, Bad Girls. as well. Yeah, yep. no way. And then okay. Magical Destroyers, each character has their own graffiti style. Nope. Man, that's like a double red. Like, yeah, it's just nowhere even close to anything. Oh, man. Well, hey, I got on the board. That's all that matters. I'm happy. Yeah, and uh, Steve got on the board, you know, weeks ago, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, so next week, we're just going to watch uh, The Condemned, if you haven't already watched it. <coughs> well, wait, no, uh, The Condemned and the other thing, right? Yeah, no, and I was getting to it. it was, yeah, we'll get it to it. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Die New EVs, uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, because uh, it's just it's just good. And instead of having it as a bench warmer, I'm just going to throw it in there just to mess with things, because why watch six more episodes of something we just don't want to watch? It's, it's just, just bad, gets dude. Old, man, that shit um, is so bad. Then during the wrap up, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if anyone gets any more points. But that means out of this week, Jay's got three. Uh, Steve's got one. I'm on the board with one, and the producer with none. Uh, so we will absolutely uh, see what happens next week in the finale, and then we'll go from there. We'll see if we're gonna watch any more uh, bonus stuff. Who knows? Maybe just more Legend of the Galactic Heroes if it's that good. Maybe. I would be opposed to it. Who knows? Maybe we'll just God, watch the original. Maybe we'll yeah. watch all 100. Yeah. Maybe we can make maybe. Ethan do anything we want to yeah. do. Yeah, maybe he watches <laughs> Wait, all of no. one Hold on. Wait. <laughs> I want to go back to Magical Destroyers. <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> Too bad. It's one piece or nothing. Anyway, thanks You're going to watch pseudo-intellectual stoics drink and talk about war, yeah. and you're going to like it. You're going right, to like that it. That actually does sound kind of nice. I, maybe, maybe this is what the doctor ordered. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Been waiting for my <laughs> VA disability ranking, and you know what? It turns out it was just cured by Legend of the Galactic Heroes. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you join us next week, and uh, see ya. Bye bye. You and that itchy trigger finger. When you gotta go, brother, you gotta go. Keep up. Remember. Thank you.